What is going on, you guys? How's it going? Welcome to Motivation Monday. Um, I know that we're a little earlier than usual today, um, but I got a I got a pretty crazy day, and uh, just wanted to give you guys my full energy and attention before I got into the uh, <laughs> into the into my task list that I got going on today. So. Um, so today I want to talk about, uh, you know, the past couple of weeks, or I guess last week, really, we, we had kind of the theme of focusing on the process, focusing on, on being passionate about the process and stop obsessing over the promises. And then I know I talked about it in an email and also in the members corner about the fact that sometimes you got to have, you got to, you got to either listen to or apply some tough love to yourself to really kind of snap yourself out of that that complacency or that fear or that paralysis or that procrastination um, of getting going towards your goal and getting going towards where you really want to be. And um, so today I kind of want to talk about like, well, what would, what would block you from, from taking those steps? What would block you from getting to your victory? What are the things in your life that you have going on that really sidetrack you and derail you and and would make it so that you wouldn't take those steps or you're not committing as much or you don't believe as deeply. And so let's uh let's kick it open a little bit, right? Cuz I go through this too, you guys. Like I go through this a lot. Um So here's the thing, is that with any challenge there's going to be three kind of there's going to be three pain points, right? So you're going to have the external pain, the internal pain, or the extrinsic pain, the intrinsic pain, and then you're going to have the philosophical or the or the belief pain. Now with MS, like the extrinsic pain is going to be your symptoms, right? So your foot drop, your spasticity, your heavy legs, your balance issues, uh, your knee kiss, you can't stand up, like all that kind of stuff. And that in its own right can be challenging and defeating and frustrating and discouraging, Right? But what happens is that those symptoms, those extrinsic factors, then start to give you, or extrinsic pains, start to give you this intrinsic pain. So when you have mobility issues or strength issues or coordination issues or balance issues, that leads to you not being able to be what you know you can be, what you once were, or what you thought you were going to be. Meaning that it can take away from your ability to be a spouse. It can take away from your ability to be a friend. It can take away from your ability to work or be a parent or participate in the hobbies and the things that you love. And that can be pretty defeating. Uh, you know, you can have, you can, you, like, I just got, saw this email today in the members corner from someone, and we'll talk about it. We'll kind of tie this in and out uh, that have had three relationships end. Basically because these people that were once this woman's friend um, kind of blast her and throw her MS back in her face, making her feel like it's all about you, it's all about your MS, it's all about what you can do, what you can't do, and it's all about me, 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 me. And like honestly, I've had that happen. Like I've had that happen where people who say they're going to be there for you and say they're going to be there through thick and thin, through thick and thin, through up and down for better, for worse and sickness and in health, like they bail. 
And that can lead to internal pain as well. And we'll talk about this more in just a sec. So you get these pain points, right? And you look at your circumstances and you sit around and you're like, shoot, man, like where the trajectory that I was once traveling on is not that like that's stopped. The goals that I once had may not be attainable. The dreams that I once dreamt, I may be able to accomplish, but it's not going to be in the way that I thought it, it would be. The relationships that I once cherished and I thought that were impenetrable to anything uh, are now dissolved. And it's hard to wrap your brain around you guys. And I, as a human being, we all go through it. But when you throw in the when you throw in the mix of a chronic condition and something that really disrupts your life, like MS, uh, it, it's human nature to kind of kind of start blaming yourself and maybe think to yourself, like, "Well, is this my fault? Um, well, if I I didn't get MS, like, would I still have this person? Would I still have this career? Would I still have these dreams?" Would I still have these opportunities? Like, did I do something to, to cause my body to have MS? Did I, you know, did I not take care of myself? Did I not love enough? Did I not trust enough? Did I not put in enough work? Did I screw up? Like, what did I do? And there's a lot of MSers, unfortunately, that go down a pretty deep, dark hole. Because honestly, like when somebody leaves whether it's physically, emotionally, like whatever it might be, like it's a rejection. And as human beings, our brains are formulated to think in cause and effect because that's the way that the universe is made, right? Everything's a cause and effect relationship. If this happens, then this happens. If I do this, then this happens. If I push on this, then this happens. If I add these things together, then I get this. If I mix these things together, then it makes this, like whatever. And so from a cause and effect relationship, like that can be a good thing. Like you do your exercises and you get more mobility or you commit to exercising daily for six days a week and you'll get better. Like we talked about last week. That's why I gave that, that talk about process and commitment is that it's a cause and effect relationship. Like cause and effect can be positive, but it can also be very, it can be very destructive to yourself. And to your perception of worth and perception of value and perception of really who you are and what's your contribution and presence and, um, and, and yeah, like your, like your value to the world is. Like you used to be this, but now you're in this chair. So what can you contribute? You used to be, you used to have these relationships and impact these people, but now they're gone. So what do I do? I used to be this trade, but now my hands don't work. And I once thought I was going to be this, but now I can't do that. So now, like, what am I good for? And then you throw on the mix of people, like, literally using your condition and using what's going on with you and your pain and your past and your baggage and your emotional stuff and the stuff that you're working through, the things that you haven't thought through yet, like the, the your past, and they, they kind of put it back on you. They thought that they, they, they kind of put it back on you. And they're like, what's your problem, dude? 
You're this way because you have this. You're this way because you think this way. You're this way because you won't let it go. You're this way because you haven't dealt with it. You're this way because, you know, you had this issue and you're supposed to get over it. Like, get over it. You're this way because you just can't accept that you have MS. Like, they actually try to blame you and get mad at you and, like, condemn you and, and make you feel shame for having hope. And they make you have shame for trying to change your future. They make you have shame for trying to go against the mold and believe that you can heal. And, man, I could sit here and I could, I could, I could rant on that all day, but like, why? Like, we can get mad all day long at the people that don't understand what we're going through, but they don't understand what we're going through. They don't understand what you're going through. They don't understand because they've never walked or rolled or wheelie walkered in that case in your shoes. So here's the thing, you guys, is that what we're talking about right here is the pain of belief, a crisis of belief, a catastrophic challenge that can possibly degrade the framework of hope that you hang your entire future on. And that happens when you have something happen to you that is out of your control, that becomes part of your story and becomes part of who you are that was unavoidable, that wasn't a choice made by you, but now the choices that are being made regarding you, impacting you, and having an effect on your life are seemingly out of control as well. And this crisis of belief comes from the fact that, like with MS or with anything else, whether that's mental illness, depression, um, anxiety disorders, uh, I don't know, like any neurological condition, really, like it becomes kind of part of who you are and the challenge of your story. Like there's no chemo, really, for MS. There's no pill you can really take to make yourself feel better. Like, it is what it is, and the thing is, is that just like depression and mental illness, like, there's, there's this sense of, uh, like, for society, they judge you as weak. They judge you as broken. They see you and make you feel as if there's something wrong with you and that you should, you're less than. When you're not. Like, you actually have the opportunity to create a victory story that's greater than, than anything that they've ever gone through because their life has been conflict-free for the most part, or so they, so, they, so they make you want to think, or so they want you to think. Same thing with MS, you guys. When you can't walk, when you're on a walker, when you're on a cane, when you're uh, on crutches, when you're in a wheelchair... Yeah, there's a lot of sympathetic and empathetic people out there, but at the same point, there comes a point when when it comes down to it, there's a limit to how much people can help you. There's a limit to how much people can believe with you. There's a limit to how much people can actually buy into your vision and your quest to heal. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, like we talked about last week, it's it's on you. It's on you to decide whether you're going to heal. It's on you to decide whether change is going to happen. It's on you to decide that regardless of what the world tells you, that you you are going to get better. So there comes this crisis of belief 
that we set out and we find something like the MS gym. You find something like Coach T and someone talking to you and someone believing in you and someone saying that you can get better. And then there's the MS gym where there's proof that people are improving and proof that, that exercise works and proof that the brain can change and proof that relationships can form and proof that you can have friendships again and proof that there's people out there that if you're like, Hey, you guys, I really need some help that you have a hundred people really actually, truly, deeply, authentically, sincerely are concerned about you. But then you go and talk to someone that's close to you, closest to you, your inner circle. And you, 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 you pitch the dream. You outline, you outline the, the, the plan. You share the success. You share the testimonies. You get excited about the hope that you've been given. And then you have them squash you. And these people are called dream killers. And these people are called energy vampires. And these people are called the executioners of hope. And oftentimes they don't really know what they're doing. But in some weird way, they selfishly, when you're telling them about the hope that you've made and the hope that you have and this program that you're doing and the exercises that you're doing and the fact that you're wiggling your toes more... They look at you on this on this from from a macroscopic meaning big a macroscopic level. They can't they have a hard time really celebrating those intrinsic microscopic victories because they they say that they want you to to be so much better and get better and move better and have this better life and all that but they kind of want that to happen. And they don't want to go through the patience of watching it happen. And it's not really their fault, but it's just intrinsically, I need you guys to understand that about people. Is that they, they, they don't know how to handle someone who is struggling and then trying to overcome it and then struggling and trying to overcome it and then struggling and then have a little victory and hope and then they struggle and then they have some hope and then they struggle and then they get a victory and then they struggle. This up and down roller coaster reminds them of their own mortality. This up and down struggle of hope and, and hurt and hope and hurt and victory and defeat and struggle and challenge and then victory again and then challenge and then disappointment and then discourage and then victory. It reminds them and it makes them very real that if it can happen to you, it can happen to them. And in some weird level, like they feel helpless to help you. And so they feel like they're helping you by telling you not to get your hopes up because then they're like, see, like, it's okay. You know, it's okay. Like we know MS is progressive. We know MS is permanent. We know MS, you know, they, they, they say that, you know, it's progressive and, you know, chances are dot, dot, dot. And your, and your physicians and medical providers are often the worst. Don't get your hopes up, dot, dot, dot. You know, this is progressive, dot, dot, dot. Well, you know, you may want to start preparing yourself in your house for fall prevention and, and get some ramps in your house and, you know, start investing in, you know, catastrophic health insurance and, you know, assisted living and, you know, supplementary, you know, quality of life care, dot, dot, dot. And it just makes you feel 
Like you're trying to sit here and have hope and you're trying to put in the effort to have belief and you're trying to listen to Coach T and the rest of the MS gym saying you can, you can, you can, but the rest of the world is either saying you can't, you can't, you can't, or they're proving it and showing you that they don't think you can by leaving you. And when a physician tells you you can't, when a PT tells you you can't, when a some provider tells you you can't, then those are even like the experts that are saying you can't. So then that feeds on that crisis of belief and it, it causes and put plant seeds of doubt and plant seeds of anxiety and plant seeds of like, well, what if this doesn't work? What if I don't get better? What if all these guys are right? What if I'm the one case that doesn't get better? What if I stay in the MS gym and I see everybody keep getting better except for me? And that's part of the game. You know, the other thing is too, is that there there also is this fear of success. That some people have lived with MS so long that this is, this is who they've become. They're Mary with MS. They're Joe with MS. They're Natalie with MS. They're, you know, Jessica with MS. They're Jessica in the wheelchair. They're so-and-so with the walker. Like, they're just known as that. Like, they're Claire and Joe, our power chair couple. And you start to identify with who you are with MS. And then, when you start getting better... It's almost like, well, who am I without this? Who would I be without these crutches? Who would I be without this walker? Would people's expectations of me go up? Would I be expected to get a job? Would I, would I, would I lose my disability? Would I have to go find work? Uh, you know, like there's this, there's this fear of success as well. So there's a fear of failure. There's a fear of success. There's a fear of loss. There's a fear of rejection. And there's a fear of looking foolish. You know, like the person who's sitting there saying, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. And then people looking at you and be like, yeah, cool. So why isn't working yet? You talk a big game. You say that this guy can produce amazing results. You're telling me that all these people are getting better. And this is the worst when it comes from like a family or a really close friend. So why aren't you getting better? That sucks. It's taking you that long. So why do you think you're solving problems with your foot? And it's framed in a way that's supposed to sound supportive, but yet it's judging. And it's condemning. And it's shaming. And it makes you feel worse about yourself. And I don't even know if people realize they're doing it. But they, but they kind of do. I don't know. Like, I can't really figure that out with people. But that's the worst. Is that you, you go and you're like, things are getting better. Things are getting better. Things are getting better. And then you go to your medical provider. You see a family member. You go to a family event. You have coffee with your friends. You have, you know, you call someone on the phone and this and that. And all you can talk about is the MS gym and your foot and it's working better and this and that. And then they spout off something where you're like, well, I don't understand, like... You know, like, are you, sh- you know, like, I don't want you to get your hopes up or like all you ever talk about is your MS gym. All you ever talk about is your exercise. All you almost talk about is how this is affecting you. Well, this is the biggest thing in your life. This is the biggest challenge in your life. This is the biggest struggle in your life. 
And it may be the biggest victory in your life as you get better. So if you're surrounding yourself and you're around people where you can't shout from the rooftops and you can't share your successes and you can't share your victories and you can't talk about the things that are important to you and talk about the people that are important to you and talk about the projects that are important to you because it's inconvenient and stressful and uh, yeah, inconvenient and stressful and distracting and annoying to them. Oftentimes it's, try, try, it's time to find someone else to hang out with. Or, unfortunately, you're going to have to hang out with those people and you're not going to be able to talk about it. And then your job is just to go out, kick some butt, come back, and just show them. Show them by your actions. And then when they come back and they're conditionally celebrating you and conditionally loving you and conditionally being like, oh, I knew you could do it and this and that. Don't be a jerk. Don't be someone that's like, yeah, okay, cool, dude, whatever. Where were you, where were you when I was struggling? Because that's what I want to do. I want to be like, screw you, dude. You told me I couldn't do it and I did it to spite you. You don't deserve this, any of this success. You don't deserve any of this. You know what? Like be grateful that they spawned or they spurred you on to win. And they spur, they <laughs> I keep saying spawn. They didn't spawn you, spurred you on to succeed. And they spurred you on to, to do better. And their doubt in you and their rejection of you and their leaving you just fired you up to do more and fired you up to, to win and fired you up to be courageous enough to overcome your fear and take that first step. Because like was posted in the members corner, like there are, pe there are people in your life for a reason. There are people in your life for a season. And there are people in your life for a lifetime. And you just got to use all those people and those relationships as fuel. Either to do something you've never done, be someone you've never, be you've never been, or think some way that you've never thought in order to move you forward. So do something you've never done. Be someone you've never been and do something you never, you've never done. Or I'm sorry, think something you've, think in a way you've never thought. So that's the thing, you guys, is that belief comes from words. And belief comes from our interaction with ourselves and it also comes from our interaction with other people. And you can't avoid it unless you're in some cabin way up in the mountains 500 miles from anybody. Like you're going to interact with people. And if you're in the MS gym, you're going to interact with people. And then if you're social media now, you're going to interact with people. And that's just the way it is. And if you're, you know, you've got to kind of make a decision and you've got to make a courageous decision to not be afraid to tell people you have MS, to not be afraid or, or be afraid of being judged or having that pity look on you or having them discriminate against you or having them think of you as less because... You're not. You're actually more. Because you're showing the true tenacity and perseverance that you have inside of you to build your character and to build who you are and to be a champion and to be victorious over something that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. Because at the end of the day, if you're a good person, like you wouldn't wish this on someone. You'd wish it on them for like a day so they could actually understand, but 
You don't want that on your conscience, wishing bad will on someone. So I say this with a very like humble heart and a very quiet heart to you guys. Like, you're not going to be accepted by the whole world. You're not going to be loved by the whole world. You're not going to be your MS is not going to be celebrated by the whole world. Your struggle and your 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 focus and your determination and your dedication is not going to be celebrated by the world or sometimes by even your closest the people closest to you. They may get tired of hearing about the MS gym. They may get tired of hearing about the successes. They may get tired about hearing about your exercises and how your toes wiggled more or how you took five more steps. And I guess that's okay. I wish it could be different. I wish that people closest to you could celebrate in your victories and celebrate in your in your in your dreams and celebrate in your hard work, but oftentimes they have too much going on in their own lives to really stop and be able to even give that to you. They don't have space in their lives. They don't have the emotional availability in their life to be that for you. And you just got to kind of accept that and not let that detract from your progress and detract from your success or detract from who you are as a person and who you're becoming by overcoming your MS symptoms and fighting through probably the biggest battle that you'll ever have in your life. So you guys, I just want to I just want to let you know like the cool part and the powerful part and the amazing part and the miraculous part about the MS gym isn't the exercise. It's part of it. It's the tool that we use. It's the resources that we wield. It's the weapon that we use. But the, the exercises that I put out there aren't the miracle. The miracle are the relationships that you are forming. The miracle are the friendships that are being created. The miracle is the sense of belonging and acceptance and welcomeness and love that you can have 24 hours a day in this group because we're worldwide. The miracle of the MS gym is, is the family that's being created. The miracle of the MS gym is that we're a bunch of broken people coming together to put the pieces back together. We're a bunch of broken people coming together to put the pieces back together. We're a bunch of rejected people coming back and being embraced by hundreds of, of family members. We're the, we're the outcasts and the rejects and the ones that society cast aside and the medical community cast aside as too hard to work on, too hard to deal with, too hard to manage, and too hard to instruct and too hard to have hope with because of their own limitations, like we are coming back and, and busting through the ceilings that were put up, that were placed upon us. We are removing the invisible backpacks, unzipping them, dumping all of our trash on the floor and being like, here's what I got. Here's my hurt. Here's my pain. Here's my rejection. You know what we all do? As a family, we take all that and we throw it out the window. We set it on fire. We sweep it into the garbage. We put it in the trash. We are the ones that mend our own wounds. We are the ones that dress our cuts. We are the ones that set our, our mended bones. 
We are the ones that adjust our walkers and our canes so we can walk better. We are the ones that hold each other up when we cannot walk. We are the ones that pick each other up off of crumbled heaps on the floor some days and be like, I got you today. I'm your strength today. I'm your legs today. And I hope I do that through words. I hope I do that through these videos. I hope I do that through the, vi through the exercises. Because it's not fair how you've been treated, some of you. It's really not fair how any of us have been treated because all of us are, all of us are fallen individuals. All of us have, our, have our, our good points and our bad points. And unfortunately, we've all hurt other people just like we've been hurt. And what I like about the MS Gym is that we can come with all of our insecurities and all of our hurt and all of our ways that we've hurt other people and all of our guilt and all of our condemnation and all of our shame and all of our questioning and all of our discouragement and we can just lay it down in front of the family and we don't even look at that stuff. We're like, that's cool. Thanks for doing that. But come here. That's cool. Thanks for showing us. Shakes for showing us your darkness, but come here. Like, come here. Welcome home. Welcome home. So to that woman that posted in the member's corner today, you may have lost three friends, but you've gained hundreds. To you that is sitting in your house by yourself, living on your own, that have been abandoned by many people in your life who have loved you, you may have lost a handful, but you've gained a family. And by those of you who have gone to the experts and put your trust in a guide and a leader and someone to guide you out of the darkness, to partner with you arm in arm and walk alongside you, as you not only heal your body, but you heal your heart and your mind and your spirit. You got one. And honestly, as educated and as empowered and as informative as the rest of the MS gym is, like you got hundreds. You got hundreds of doctors and hundreds of therapists and hundreds of guides and hundreds of leaders in this group to lead you out of your cave and help you up that rough mountain and to get behind you and help you push or just to sit and cry with you or just to sit and listen with you. So here's my encouragement for today, you guys. Number one, I need you to think about what's blocking you. If it's purely a physical thing, like you got the resources for that. You got the exercises. You need to go practice. If you if physically, if you're like, if I could just get some mobility back, I think that would motivate me and make me feel like I could do this, then just go exercise and do your thing. In addition to that, if you have the int intrinsic pain of, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't be this anymore. I can't serve this way anymore. Uh, commit to the exercises and then start trying. Start trying to get back to the person that you were. 
Start trying to do the things that you loved, whether it was dancing or walking or painting or speaking or writing or cooking or whatever. Like those are some of the greatest victory stories that I hear in here. I cooked a meal for my family again. I painted a picture again. I told a story again. I did a presentation again. I wrote a letter again. I got out and watched the sunset again. Get your life back. Test your body. Because it may just surprise you what will happen. After you start practicing these exercises and then you go test your body, it will surprise you what will happen. Because I've seen it happen over and over again. And as far as that crisis of belief and that recovery and that healing from those who have left you, Go find someone today who's hurting and reach out to them with a private message. Reach out to them via email. Reach out to them in the comments and be like, hey, here's my email. Here's my information. Like, let's talk. I get you. I understand you. But I feel so close to you. I may be 15,000 miles away and across two oceans, but I, I feel like we're family. I feel like we're brothers. I feel like we're sisters. I feel like we're partners. I feel like we're teammates. Like, let's talk. Because you guys, at the end of the day, when I leave this earth, whenever it is, to know that a family was created from the seeds that were planted in my heart so long ago, my life's complete. My mission's complete. And those ripples that are created by all of us will continue on into eternity because of the, the love and the acceptance and the strength and just the human fellowship that we create in the MS gym every day. And sometimes like, I come into the groups, you guys, and I just read stories without commenting, liking, loving, just because like I need you. I need you to get me through some dark stuff, to get me through some doubts, to get me through some fears, to get me through some hurts, to get me through some pain. I need you like you need me. I need my family like you need yours. So thank you for being you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for... Thank you for loving your family. And just know, like, it'll get better. Like, you're okay. There's not one, there's not, there's not just one, O-N-E, just not, there's not one, there's not two people that understand you and that you will vibe with in this community. There's probably five. There's probably 20. There's probably 100. There's so many awesome people in this community, you guys, like, and there's so many people that need help. And let me tell you, when you're hurting and when you're broken and when you're lost and when you're rejected and when you're feeling low, honestly, like the best thing that I've found that you can do to fill your soul is to give to someone else, is to support someone else, is to, is to, is to give encouragement to someone else, is to lift someone else up. Because out of your brokenness, you find that light and you find that strength to give to that person in that moment because you are so, so broken. 
Like it's a beautiful thing when you can look at all the beautiful, all the broken pieces around you and find that one shiny piece to give to that person that's hurting, that one shiny piece of you, that one experience of you, that one victory that you've gone through that you can offer the world and you're in your moment of brokenness and abandonment and darkness. You have that one match that you can use to strike somebody who's struggling and ignite them. And the funny thing is, light creates more light. And when you ignite someone else, all of a sudden, like you become lit up. So have a servant heart. Have a familial heart. Have a loving heart. And have a powerful heart, you guys, because you have what it, you have what it takes to create the life that you want. You have what it takes to design the life that you want. And you got some stuff to fight through and you got some hurt to heal and you've got some baggage to throw away and some head trash to take out. But we're patient here. We're kind here. We're noble here. We spread love-filled thoughts here. We're grateful here. We're strong here. We're celebratory here. We're empathetic here. We're sympathetic here. We don't reject. There are no conditions here. Honestly, the only condition that you need is to show up and say, I need help. I know I can't do this on my own. Like, I need help. How cool is that? That we have a community that you can just show up and say, I need help. And you got like a hundred people being like, pick me, pick me, pick me. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. So, all right, man. So that's what I got to say today, guys. Like your call to action for the rest of this week. Is to re- <laughs> I just had a commercial fly in my head. Is to reach out and touch someone. I think that's AT&T. <laughs> oh, man. How about Awesome Trevor's Tribe? There you go. <laughs> AT&T, Awesome Trevor's Tribe. Reach out and touch someone. So literally, like, do, though. Like, reach out and just connect with someone. Reach out and be with someone. Reach out and lift someone up. Because they need you. Someone's hurting today. Someone's lonely today. Someone's been rejected today. Someone's questioning their strength today. Someone's questioning their hope today. Someone's doubting their belief today. And you you absolutely could change the course of their life today with one word, with one like, with one love, with one comment, with one reach out, with one I understand, with one... With one, uh, just one word, man. One, it's going to be okay. All right. So that's what I got, you guys. You know, I mean, I don't want you like stalking people down and I don't want people, (laughs) I don't want to be like, hey, 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 and like get up all up in their grill. But, you know, just say I'm here. I'm here. 
If you want to talk, here's my info. If you want to talk, private message me. Like, offer yourself. Don't go invading their world. They may not be ready. Don't go invading their space. They may not be that way. Don't go knocking on their cave. They may not, they may, may not want to answer. They may not want to open the door. But just let them know you're here. Let them know you're here, you guys, and that if, uh, if, if, they, if they're ready, then you are. If they're available, you're available. And let's just unite together as a family and just rock this out. Okay? So, I know this was a little bit, uh, it wasn't full of fire and fire and explosions today. There wasn't a lot of boom, but there was, uh, I hope this was full of love with you guys. I hope this was full of encouragement for you guys. And I hope this was full of reassurance that you guys that you're not alone. You're not alone. And I think about you a lot. And I hope I'm doing right by you. And I hope that you're finding what you need here. And I hope that, uh, I hope you continue to find that place. So you guys have an awesome day. Just know that you're okay. And then we're going to walk through this with you one step at a time. And we're going to find your next victory one step at a time. And I'm going to do everything that I can to carve out footholds for you one at a time. So that you don't have to look where to go. You just see that path laid out for you. And all you got to do is believe and follow. So I love you guys. I appreciate you family. Thank you so much for letting me be part of your life on the, on every day and every week. Um, and it's an honor to be part of yours. So have an awesome day. I'll talk to you guys later.